You are listening to the Just Now podcast. When I was a young teenager, I remember sitting on the edge of my uncle's deathbed. A memory so deeply engraved in the pages of my life. Not because of the tragedy that death is, but more for the memories we cherished of being alive. I remember that we cried, but not for the sadness of losing someone, but for the joy of the years we have spent together and the memories we created. We didn't grieve the loss of a life. We cherished life for all that it gave us. From that day, I started to slowly embrace more of life and make the most of it. So that if I were to be on my deathbed, I would cherish life for all that it gave me. Because I know that today I lived, and I get the chance to show you that there is one thing that connects us all. That we are alive. That we have a beating heart, breathing lungs, a thinking brain, moving body and a soul that gives us life force. Let's cherish that gift of life together, by learning from it, by embracing the gifts we receive every day, and by opening up our hearts to the inner creator we all possess, so that we can make the most of every day. Hi, welcome to a place we can all call home, a place we call life, that we all hold so dearly. I am Dan Uiteraal your host for the Just Now podcast. But this is not about me, it's about life and all the experiences we go through each day. It's about the journey of fully feeling alive so that we can end our day and say, today I lived, I made the most of it. Let's get into today's episode. I feel rather stressed at this moment, pressurized by my own mind, by the obligations and discipline. I feel my tongue is pressing against the roof of my mouth and my gum. My feet try to grasp the ground, the muscles tight and rigid. My throat feels pressured as if it is a firm pole to which my head is attached. The pressure created by the mind can often become such a weight that it is stored in the body to suppress it, to store its destructive and unsettling power for us to uncover and understand. I want to understand the root of stress. I want to uncover it and embrace it. No longer hide from it or push it away. Because that's really what I want, to understand why I feel stressed why I've always felt stressed. For most of my life, I remember that I lived with stress and anxiety, either in my mind or my body. That stress was often caused by just one thing, pressure, the pressure to perform. Whether that be in high school, having to perform to get decent grades, or in college, feeling the pressure of balancing out school with writing and friends, or to now, 
where I feel the pressure of having to perform and earn a living with writing. Pressure has been the cause of much of the disturbance I have experienced over the years. I think you and I are much the same in this. We all deal with stress, pressure or anxiety in our lives. Something more and more relatable as the world continues to speed up. Jobs change so much quicker, there is more pressure to be exceptional than ever before. And there is more pressure to perform and learn, and all of that can be daunting. Especially for us young adults who have yet to really understand themselves. And why they feel stressed. Which is a great question to start this with. Why are we stressed? Why do we put so much pressure on ourselves in the form of obligations, discipline or performance? Why is stress such a consuming experience that seems to take away all the beauty in life? Let's understand a part of us that we call stress, anxiety and pressure. Why we feel stressed. In high school, or any level of education as of right now, we learn to get a specific grade on our tests or reports so that we can graduate. It's how the school system is built. It's built upon competition, on performance, and it's with competition and performance that stress and anxiety come along. When we have to perform, which implies that we have to get a specific result, we automatically put a form of pressure on ourselves. We want to achieve that result, because if we do it, we will feel good about ourselves. We are praised for achievement and blamed for failing to achieve. But to fully understand stress, we must understand why we feel stressed, when we are stressed. It's often because we are anticipating something in the future. So let's say you have an important test or business meeting, something that requires some sort of performance. Both for the test as well as for the business meeting, we have a certain desire. Some desire to either get a good grade or maybe land a job opportunity. It's an idea of the mind that it must achieve to feel good. If we create the desire and therefore the pressure to get an A or a B on our test, that creates stress. Because now we don't just learn for the sake of learning, but we learn in order to get a specific result. Yet that specific result is never certain. It isn't set in stone. We know roughly what we will have to do to get an A or a B which is to know all the facts from a book. But then still, we don't know what questions we will have to answer on our test. We don't know if we will have a blackout or if we will get sick on that day. Even though we feel that the result of the test is completely based upon our own achievement, our own discipline, our own quality of learning, there are much more variables that will determine the outcome of that test. Yet we don't spend time dwelling on those possibilities because we know 
all we can control is the quality of our time spent learning. Which puts tremendous pressure on us, especially as kids. Just imagine or feel again what you felt before graduating. You spent all those years learning facts and figures from books for this very moment. To graduate from high school or college. All of your worth was based on this one test that puts an enormous amount of pressure on kids. Just imagine what it would feel like if right now in your job you had to take an exam and you were taught and made to believe that everything you'll do in this test, everything you'll achieve with doing this test, will determine your life. Will determine the rest of your life is based upon this one exam. How would that feel? That puts an incredible amount of pressure on you, doesn't it? Well, now imagine what it would feel like for a 16-year-old or a 17-year-old boy, barely a fifth into their life. That kid doesn't yet have the understanding of the world that you do. It hasn't yet developed the ability to understand that it's just a test and life will continue if they were to fail. It shows that stress and anxiety always come from a level of pressure. A feeling that we must do something, a feeling that we must do something to feel good. So in essence, stress is an illusion we create that makes us feel in control. When we stress out about whether or not we will get an A on our test, we sort of feel in control. We feel like all the possible futures we are imagining will help us better deal with the test. Yet stress is an illusion of control. It's created by our feeling of pressure or having to perform. We feel stressed only because we have to get something specific out of life. Whether that be a job or an A on your test or keeping up with your workout routine. The moment you must do something in order to get something means you put pressure on yourself and with that you create stress for yourself. The reason we feel that we must get this something we want is because we, as we are, are not okay. We believe that we have to get that A on our test or give a perfect business pitch to get the result we want which in return will make us feel good about ourselves. Stress caused by pressure is therefore a form of greed, of trying to fill a feeling of lack within ourselves. But where does stress come from then? If we know that stress is caused by pressure, by the need to achieve, what's the root of stress then? Where does stress come from? Stress comes from desire. The desire for power, the desire to prove yourself to others. It comes from greed and lack, the lack of love and of inner richness. Stress only exists because we are not at peace with ourselves and do not yet experience the inner richness of life. Therefore, we seek to achieve, to compete with others, to prove ourselves. And that desire to achieve, to be the best or to be better all the time is reinforced in today's society. 
after all. We admire and adore those at the top. We praise their hard work, discipline and dedication, but we don't see that the discipline and dedication they had to their craft came from nothing but a lack of love for who they were. We don't see that discipline is a form of control of oneself. To get a specific goal, we don't discipline ourselves to work out for the sole purpose of working out. If we would love to work out, we wouldn't have to force ourselves, we wouldn't have to discipline ourselves. We would be working out because we love to do it each day. It's only because we don't like working out because it's uncomfortable and painful sometimes that we have to discipline ourselves to get the results we want, which is to look good or to be healthy. Even here, we don't just work out because we love it. We do it because there is some goal attached to it, some form of pressure and achievement to be healthy or to look good. If we would feel completely okay the way we are, the goal we set for ourselves would come from a place of love. Therefore, we wouldn't have to achieve it. We would just work towards it because we love doing it. It becomes an act of love, of consciousness instead of pressure and the need to achieve. It's here that stress and pressure dissolve. They aren't gone, they are still present. We might still feel stress at times because we feel we have to do something. But as soon as we realize this and recognize that we think we must do something, we can stop, be aware of it, understand why we feel stressed, which is to achieve a specific goal. Then we can ask ourselves, how do I not push this feeling of stress away? How can I embrace it and let it go? Embrace stress. We should then ask ourselves, why do we feel the need to in this case work out? Why do we feel the pressure to do something? It's only because we compare it to others. Be honest with yourself. The things you are stressed about, you are not doing because you love them but either because someone told you it would be good for you, therefore you feel the pressure to do it and make yourself look good towards the other, or you do it because you feel that otherwise you aren't worthy, that you have failed. So therefore, we can see that stress and pressure come from a feeling of lack within ourselves. We feel that if we do not do this right now, we feel unlovable, we feel that we aren't enough, we feel that we are lacking and therefore we must push ourselves to do it so that we can then feel good about ourselves again so you create stress for yourself an uncomfortable feeling that then serves as a motivator to hit your achievement so that you can let go of the pressure again and feel good about yourself but what if we can feel loved all the time what if we can totally feel okay with a feeling of lack? This means that we neither push the feeling of lack away and don't want to feel it, nor do we fully indulge ourselves in it at f and feeling worthless. What we do instead is embrace the feeling of lack 
We embrace the idea that we aren't good enough as we are and observe it. But what then? If we can recognize that we aren't the lack, nor the stress, what if we can see that we are the observer and therefore are always worthy? Wouldn't that mean we understand why we pressurize ourselves and create stress for ourselves? Can't we then let it go, accept it, be with it, observe it and see it as part of life, yet neither cling to it or cling to the idea of letting it go, just simply let it be. It's that way we can embrace stress, we can observe it within our body where most of our stress is stored, we can feel it and understand it, do nothing but observe it. We do not need to accept it nor let it go, neither do we have to push it away by going with the pressure. Then you will probably object and say, well, if I do that and neither let it go nor discipline myself to do it, I will never achieve anything and I will become a couch potato. To that I will ask you, does this mean that you give up doing the things you love? Does it also mean that if you stop disciplining your mind or try to get rid of stress, that you will give up painting because you love it so much? That would mean you rid yourself of something beautiful in life, something you love. And we do not have to do that. We should embrace what we love. I hope you see that the things we love deeply never cause any pressure or stress. If we love to write or to paint or to be a nurse, we never feel stress or pressure to perform. It will become natural. It will become a flow of love. And yes, a nurse often has to work hard to take care of all the patients, but a nurse who loves the work will do it out of love for all the people they take care of. Therefore, they see that the stress has a purpose and they do not have to get rid of it. It gets their body active and ready to help all the people that need help. And at the same time, they can let that stress go and no longer is stress or pressure a thing that bothers them. It's an energy that helps us do what we love. We no longer resist it, but use it. We use our energy to do what we love. If we truly love doing something with no outcome or achievement attached to it, but only because we love it, we will not know stress or pressure. We will only know waves of working hard and waves of rest. We can easily say no when we feel that we need to rest because we know that rest is part of love as well. If we drain ourselves, we cannot love. The only way to embrace stress and pressure is to understand it and see that stress you feel is caused by the need to achieve. The need to feel a feeling of lack within you. If you can see that and understand not merely follow my words, but truly understand it yourself. You'll see that it's absurd to do something for the only reason to impress or achieve. And if we can see that, we will work 
towards doing what we love for the sole purpose to express love not to help others or to impress others that is an achievement again which creates pressure but to live just because you love living to help just because you love helping to help not to fill something within yourself but to help by giving what the others need or to write just because we love writing to see that your world is rich as it is and that we don't need to pressurize ourselves to achieve something to see that all you need is to be alive so you can end your day and say today i lived i made the most of it thanks for listening to the just now podcast you can find me on instagram at today.i.lived where we together celebrate this beautiful life we are living i hope to speak to you in the next episode for now remember today you live make the most of it <laughs>